0: There's one thing about the documentary I find absolutely unbelievable. Which is? There's a lot of things probably, but go ahead. No, no. There's one specific thing that I do not believe. Food poisoning? I do not believe. It's not about food poisoning. I don't believe that five guys can be in a room at two in the morning and
1: only one of them orders pizza And nobody else has a bite of the pizza. Crazy. Just heard an excerpt from the director about this. He was on another podcast and he was saying the story Mm -hmm. is apparently everybody ordered dinner without Michael Jordan earlier. And so like they didn't wait on him and he got there late or something. They all ate without him. So he was pissed off at everybody. So he's like, fine, let's find food. I got to eat. Pizza's the only thing that's open. They're not in Salt Lake City in downtown. Yeah. For some reason, their hotel's like on the outskirts. That is believable that pizza's the only thing that's open. So the pizza comes in. Yeah. MJ says, none of you guys are eating this. I'm going to eat on it. And then he spits on the pizza so nobody else can eat it. Sounds like MJ. Doesn't sound like MJ? So here's the
0: thing. So I believe that he wanted a pizza to himself. Right. I also believe you're a 6'6 athletic machine. You could eat a whole pizza to yourself. I could eat a whole pizza to myself. Right. It's not that hard.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't believe that you would order only one pizza. I think if there's five guys, five people or five guys are in a room Mm. or however many guys are hanging out, but it seems like there's a few. You really think five dudes are going to share one pizza? If we order right now, four of us are about to order pizza. We're going to order one single pizza. MJ knew he was eating that pizza by himself. Nobody else ordered pizza. Yeah. I don't buy it. I think that is the only fictitious thing going on here. I don't know what got him sick. I don't know if it was partying, drugs, who the fuck knows, but I do not buy that a pizza was ordered and nobody else was like, Yeah, just get two. Why not? This is a life of luxury. This is you just buy I, bottles. I, You're just frivolous. This I also a, they am, put a
1: stupid license plate on my range. I'm broker, a little one skeptical. Pizza. I'm a little skeptical that five dudes come and deliver a pizza and then my personal trainer, who I've been with for over a decade now, says Hey man, something about this doesn't seem right. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know what? Let me eat the whole thing before the finals nope. of game five. Can I? Can Q2 I? Series. Can I be honest with you? Five dudes delivering the pizza makes
0: the most sense to me, mm-hmm. especially if they're not poisoning it. Think about it. If you were gonna poison Michael Jordan, why would more of you go and wave your hand and be like, hey, look who gave you the food poisoning? Mm. To me, it's like, oh shit, we're delivering a pizza to the hotel where the Bulls are staying. Everybody at that pizza store and their friends are going, it might be Michael Jordan. Let's just all go. Right. Maybe it's Sky Piven. Maybe it's Rodman. Right. Still cool. Fuck it. Luke Longley. We'll take it. It's going to the hotel with the bulls. It's got to be the bulls. Right. They're all showing up. They're admitting guilt if they all show up. The second there were like five guys came to the hotel, I was like, nope, not food poisoning. No way in fucking hell.
2: It cannot be.
0: That
1: makes sense. Right? You're admitting it. It's like only a rapper would be so dumb to like say they did the crime. That's what these guys are doing. I need a real doctor, not just an Indian to verify this, but my understanding is food poisoning takes like 36 hours to really take hold of. It's like I can push back on that from personal
0: experience and Jamil can attest to it. What happened? We both had the same sandwich, but his metabolism is way quicker than mine, I guess. And he got sick quicker while we were living together. And he was thrown up in the bathroom. And I was like, you stupid fucking idiot. You can't eat lettuce, you bitch. And then literally two hours later, I was like, uh,
2: uh.
0: So after he recovered, I'm in the bathroom just shitting and throwing up. And he's just going,
1: you stupid fucking idiot with just slow metabolism. Uh, it's funny. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I don't know. It's a little that- sketchy, right? But Tim Grover has always thought it was food poisoning. I remember I read his book and he That's said, right. I think it was food poisoning. Five guys delivered it. I felt weird about it this is day. Okay, let me throw something at you. Also, real quick, if yeah. you're Jordan, a guy who believes what he believes and you can't convince him differently, mm-hmm. if he thinks it was food poisoning, nothing will change his mind. That's the story he's going to stick with forever. If so, he
3: thinks it's food poisoning. I think it was food poisoning, but I don't think it was intentional. Okay. It, it's late. It's the last place open. I'm pretty sure they just have shit sitting out. It probably went a little bad, or whatever the case is. Like, there's uh, just a ch-
0: there's a chance. That- I, there's a
3: chance. There's a chance. I've worked in a pizza place. Yeah,
0: I spent my childhood working in a pizza place. Dude, the pizzas would be out for fucking days, and we would eat them. Nothing goes bad. Like the cheese is so processed. Like everything is so fucking. But what about the meats? Like you have the pepperonis and all that well, sitting out. Pepperonis dried, right? So it's like it's already pre cooked. You can leave pepperoni out for. I know your your thing is interesting and. Sometimes coincidence happen, and when they happen to like great people, we're like, uh uh, something's going on here. But like, if you and I can get food poisoning, so can Michael Jordan. But when it happens to them, they're like, there's an attack. Right? So I think that could be it. Or what I thought was really interesting did you guys pick up on they left a scene with Jerry Sloan in the press conference where he goes, Was Michael sick? I didn't know he was sick. Yeah. Why leave that in? I'm almost like, I know this is Jordan's people. I think Jordan thinks Jerry Sloan did some shit to him, oh, yo. <laughs> I dead-ass think so,
2: man.
3: Oh, I didn't take it that way. I take it as uh, they were just showing his humor. Oh, yeah.
0: so he was being sarcastic.
3: Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh. I
1: thought and he was, was saying, like, everybody's story. talking about
3: Jordan being sick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're still
1: fucking talking. Okay, I get it. Jordan was sick. Uh, was Jordan sick? I hadn't I'm heard off it.
0: I'm off it. Because I, yeah. I first saw and he had me convincing. I guess I wasn't looking at Sloan through that, like, like sarcastic uh,
1: comed- uh, like yeah. a coach lens. You know, you see a lot of- the other
3: game, he was like- Oh, this was the actual final yeah, score. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, so. I
1: feel like they I feel fair. like maybe Jordan I, likes Sloan. So he shows him in like, hey, look at his light moments. Like he's still mm. got a sense like kind of like Popovich being funny at a press conference. Yep. When Jerry Sloan is just kind of like a sense of humor about getting blown out, like okay. this is it, huh? That's fair. What we lost by. If
0: Popovich said that, I'd be like, oh, he's being sarcastic. I just didn't I right. wasn't
3: familiar with Sloan enough. Fair, complete. Or some that just hit me. Black people are sensitive to lactose. But yeah. some people are more like. Once you hit a threshold, then it bothers you. So yeah. say I can have one slice of pizza, but if I have eight slices of pizza, yeah. then I'm shitting for days. Maybe his selfishness is like nobody else is having this pizza but me. Yeah, and because he ate too much pizza, that could have been it. But is
1: he throwing up? You ever thrown up from lactose? I be getting diarrhea sometimes, and I never diarrhea. throw
0: up. I can't fathom that Michael Jordan is lactose intolerant. <laughs> I just can't fathom that something that bitch ass would be part of Michael so, Jordan. Do you see him?
1: He looks like death. Amin still Ooh. believes it's a hangover. Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's a fucking hangover, dude. I've never been hungover, obviously, so I don't know what it looks. I just, the fucking look in his, there's that, I think he like dunks it and then he just kind of like touches his wrist, like just looks mad exhausted and like yeah. pathetic almost. That's after a point. hangover. That's a hangover? Yeah. I don't know. To me, it
3: looks like dehydration, man. Yeah.
1: What is a hangover? What is yeah. the definition of but a but hangover? if you have a hangover, you get the IV, which you got before the game, and that's like the hangover cure. Now, That's true. Getting an IV
0: will snap you out of the hangover. Because I think a hangover, all it is, is your body reacting to dehydration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So then you get those fluids in your body, and you should be fucking good to go. So maybe it is something bigger than the hangover. Or maybe they just exaggerated it. Who fucking knows? I just didn't believe the pizza thing. I don't want to take too much time on that. I just didn't buy the pizza excuse. And he really, like, stomped his foot about it. You know? like yeah. It was weird. It was like It was almost like he was on the stand. He was like,
3: I ate the pizza. No one else ate the pizza.
0: Like what's going on, bro? Like, why are you so and pointed that, about that? To that
3: point, I do think something's fishy about it because yeah. when you try to give too many details, that's usually a sign you're lying. Exactly.
0: It's like with your like, girl. Like, like what'd I'm you the, do last night? I'm
3: the well, only one. We right. were at our cautious, and then five I texted you around nine thirty. Get out of here! You he have to point out I'm the only one who ate the pizza. Like everybody's had for some reason felt the need to point that out. It's like he's the only person who ate the pizza. It's, that pizza came. Five people showed up. He out, is a like,
1: psychopath enough though to be upset at people for ordering without him. And then saying, I'm going to eat this whole pizza myself. There's somebody in this oh, yeah, room who no, would I'd probably definitely. do something like that.
2: <laughs> what's, that? <laughs>
1: what's that? What's up? What's that? Isn't that the shit you would do? What's I can't fucking believe you guys ordered a, ordered a pizza. That? None of you motherfuckers are touching uh. this. And then we're all like, nah, we're going to eat a pizza. You, oh, really? <laughs> nah, what's up? <laughs> What's
0: up? I do be doing shit <laughs> by myself like paying for this studio.
2: You're right,
0: bro. I, I do be doing shit by myself. That's a good point, bro. Hey, hey. That is a good
2: point, That's bro. That's
3: so, so Michael Jordan of him right now. That's That's good, so Michael
2: Jordan right That's a good
0: That's
3: ass up. fucking point. I be bro.
0: doing a lot too much shit by myself, huh? I gotta I gotta break that habit, huh? Honestly, <laughs> you should. I shouldn't have spit all over that fucking uh, that, that check that I... How made you got offended on a, a hypothetical? hypothetical. <laughs> My man got sensitive about a hypothetical. There's it's a grudge now. You're dead. You're dead to me. Dude. <laughs> I'm on the list. So did I, 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 I warmed my heart when he told me he had a list. You remember my list, right? Yeah. I used to carry around a list of all the comedians that I was going to bury. Fucking they were, Arya Stark. They were, yeah, literally, they were dicks to me growing up, or grow, coming, coming up, up in comedy, yeah. and I would add them to this list. So it was a little white line piece of paper that I would fold and put yeah, in my yeah. wallet. And it was just great. And I'd check each one off. Psycho, but it was motivation. It was like I would go home, I'd rewrite my set every single night, and I would just look at the list. And I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna bury that guy tomorrow. I'm gonna <laughs> bury him. Yeah. Psycho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it works.
3: That's, dude, it, works. it does. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: weird. Okay, so obviously, amazing fucking uh, documentary. I mean, just such a great look at Michael Jordan. I think really. Solidifies um, him as the greatest of all time and just so superior to like anybody he was competing against that when he really wanted to lock down, he could, you know, win no matter what. It was just his decision, a decision that he had to make. Um, I loved how they added this folklore of if you piss him off, the boogeyman is coming. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting that there was one person in the whole documentary that didn't believe in that John John Stockton. Stockton. the only everybody else even Reggie Miller is oh you don't talk shit to Black like Jesus, black Jesus yeah. oh you can't do he's the black cat you don't talk shit oh whatever you do you don't talk shit and they talk to John Stockton who looks like a fucking State Farm agent he's just sitting there right and they're like so what do you think about that he goes I could never look at the Bulls or Jordan as anything special how could you compete against someone yeah, like that yeah. I was so, like, dope. so dope so <laughs> dope
1: that's so dope John is a Nasty motherfucker. So, I got to give uh, Charlemagne credit because he was trolling hard.
0: He was going John Stock in the best point guard of all time. Yeah. Like he was just trolling with I it. I thought but, about like, that during it. this documentary.
1: Son, after this. Son, that's a like goat type <laughs> shit, right? They're like, well, how do I compete against a guy that think that I'm afraid of? I'm like, no, I'm just not going to do that. You're, it's true. I look forward to competing with you.
0: It's that's true. what I look forward to. Can you guys explain what would happen? I, you saw it several times. I, I think it was when they would play at home. The opposing team, or you saw Larry Bird do it, you saw Carl Malone and John Stockton, like certain guys would wait for Jordan outside the locker room to
1: like say good game. Was that just... I think you're waiting to go up for the press conference. That's how I interpreted that. But they would go separately, right? So like
0: Larry Bird came by just to say goodbye to Jordan, then walked off. Uh, Jordan was hanging out and then Carl when he
1: walked out of the room Carl Malone and John Stockton were there I thought it was after series maybe after the series is over you're just like after the series Malone I know Larry Bird said it after the series like hey good game and then Jordan Said, you motherfucker, you bitch, or whatever.
0: No, because uh, we'll get to that. But uh, Reggie Miller came after the first two games. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Jordan was there and Reggie Miller walked by. They exchanged. Uh, see, they again, said, I, thought I, thought I
3: thought that was conference. press conference shit. Yeah. I thought I was it was waiting. looks to, like it's right outside of that press conference room. Yeah, yeah. So they're weird. all sitting there.
0: Yeah, but it was weird when you saw Malone and Stockton sitting there and then leave
1: after saying goodbye. I don't know. I thought it was like a respect thing that they all have. But maybe I, it was just. I also remember some trash talk around that time like after Jordan retired Patrick Ewing missed it was Pacers Knicks Patrick Ewing missed a, yeah. a game winning lab against the Pacers and then mm-hmm. Reggie said some shit like yeah I know I struggled all game but I hit the shot when it counts right Pat and then Patrick Ewing is waiting to go up next mm. and that's Reggie Miller's last question uh, and then he gets off <laughs> yo, people Miller forget what spoke. a savage Reggie Miller I was, was like, rooting for the Pacers in that series fuck you yeah I was you. I, yeah, I love Reggie you. Miller get and, the fuck out of here <laughs> you know what I wasn't couldn't do it I'm gonna be honest. Part of me still watches and and wishes. This is probably for later, but wishes they won, because then Jordan goes out the way he wants to go out. He didn't want to go out a window. Wait, what? Jordan said that. I don't. I wanted to defend this until I lost it. I didn't want to retire having a championship and then. Sorry, there's two things I don't believe in the documentary. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: fair enough. <laughs> I do not believe that Jordan, this unstoppable force, there's literally nothing that can get in his way. He will do whatever it takes. Whenever it takes. It does not matter. I do not believe that a short, fat egg of a human being could just be like no, and he'd be like, Yes, sir. I if Jordan really wanted that seventh try, I think that he could have went right to Reinsdorf and be like, bring back Phil, bring back Scotty, pay him, do one year like short money, and then give him long term, something like that. You can trade him. He has trade value. Rodman, give me one more year. I think Jordan could have made that happen, but he didn't try to make it happen. And that's on fucking Jordan.
3: Mm,
1: I watched disagree. that and I was skeptical and now we're, we're hopping very far ahead. But I was like, yeah, I don't know that I fully buy your explanation that you want it more than anybody on earth has ever wanted it. Jordan is a fucking singular human being, maybe in history. Yeah. And you're not willing to go over Jerry Krause's head and go straight to Reinsdorf and say, look, let me try to get Phil. Let me try to get Scotty. Let me try to work this out. You didn't want Fuck everybody enough. else talking. Fuck them having a one-on-one. I'll make this happen. And Reinsdorf would have listened. There's so mu- there's so many hundreds of millions of dollars you can make off of that dynasty. So that's
0: the other thing about Reinsdorf. It's like one more year, you're making so much money. It justifies whatever luxury tax that you have to pay. I there mean, was no
1: luxury tax back then. Uh, there was a hard cap maybe. No, yeah, but they had the the soft cap. They had the Larry Bird exception. So you could have signed. The luxury tax was like a year or two later, I think. Okay. And there might have been some some strike shit. Also, it's a fucking strike shortened season. But, but, so, but back, back up, back yeah. up to the Bird rules, right? Larry Bird exception. If a player's played on your team for more than three years, I think, right. you can sign them and then it doesn't count against your salary cap. And you how you many players it. can you do that with? I don't know if there's a limit. I think you've done it with Jordan and Pippen. And maybe Rodman. He could have done it.
0: Yeah. Again, we don't know for certain. But – and maybe we should look that up. I I think that – I just think that the main reason that we're – I think that that he made it look like he was so furious that they didn't have a seventh shot. And maybe he's furious now because he didn't put his foot down about it. But Jordan was the single most powerful person in sports. And if he wanted, he could have switched that up. Now, I've spoken to my buddies around the league and he goes – and they say that like – There's a weird thing that happens with players, even like the most elite players. They fall in line. And his take was, you're so used to having coaches that you listen to what they say throughout your entire life. It's just part of the dynamics in sports that you just kind of respect authority. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Think about you know guys Mm -hmm. like Kobe, guys like Braun, this, that, the other. He goes, yeah, they don't, but they do. So it's like, a guy like LeBron didn't even know that certain guys were getting uh, signed, right? Like, I think Bron found out that... Who's the big bum seven-footer who's always getting texts and shit that the Lakers signed?
1: Always getting texts?
0: Texts. Te- technical fouls.
1: Oh. Oh, Dwight Howard? No. He just tore his Achilles. Oh, uh,
0: Boogie Cousins. Boogie, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he didn't even know that certain people got signed. And he has maybe the most control of a franchise right. for most people. So it's like... He's like, they just kind of fall in line. Granted, they are like the kings of the castle, but it doesn't exactly affect upper management. That's what he was saying. I
1: didn't personally buy it. To his point, though, that's now, it still happens a little bit, and 25 years ago- Maybe it happened more. We didn't, there was no real precedent for giving players all the power. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I was looking at him like, you could have got a seventh if you... <laughs> so publicly, so, all you got to do is say once
0: publicly. You go one interview, you know, the news guys, somebody comes up to you with a microphone just like, you know what, I want to come back for another year. The only way I'll do it is if we get all these players back as well. Bulls make it happen. The franchise would implode if you did not make it happen. would implode. Yo, Simple take, as that.
3: Hot take, I put all the blame on Phil. 100% okay. 100% of the blame on Phil. Okay. It went... Jordan was watching that clip of um, of the owner saying, like, uh, Whatever, going to yeah. Phil, it's like, we can run it back one more time. And Phil actually turns it down. He's like, and oh, they I don't, don't think it's going to be fair to Jerry if we do this. And don't they don't play to Jordan to the
1: clip of Phil saying, Jerry came to me and I said, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's fair. That
3: looked like Jordan was seeing that for the first time. Yep. And I bet you if Phil would have been like, okay, let's do it one more time, Jordan would have came back. Everybody would have came back. I really, and like you said, I think Jordan fell in line. And if my leader's not coming back, yeah. then I'm not coming back. But I'd he got put, the leader to come back one more year. Like Phil wasn't
0: supposed to come back. No, for no, a year I know, six. but I'm saying before to run back six, for yeah. the seventh.
3: Yeah. I don't think Phil told anybody else that hey they gave me the option to come back again I think Phil wanted
0: a break and I and yeah. I think this is really l- interesting looking to Phil because you can see how much of a hippie he is like even when they celebrate like everybody's yeah. going crazy and he's just kind of like whoa we did it yeah. dude I didn't even know you were going to make it happen he's like yeah. fucking Scooby Doo man <laughs> it's really crazy
1: so uh, I loved everything he said to Jordan in that moment though. it was awesome it was beautiful to watch yeah. that was all you like that's why he's Phil
0: but and he, didn't he seem so and I hate to use the word zen but like didn't he seem so Zen, even in that moment, like yeah. he was smiling like a Buddha would smile yeah, yeah, yeah. at the championship. He's not jumping up and down screaming, doing yeah, yeah. backflips like everybody else. Right. He's like, what a cool. He looks like he's on an acid trip. Like he's just <laughs> looking around, like, fuck, dude, we won it, bro. Like he's a unique, fi- yeah. he's a unique figure. I think that uh it's Jerry Krause's job to get Phil to want to come back. Clearly, Phil. Krause's ego gets the best of him here right Yeah, that's fair I'll even push back on what I said earlier which was he was the great above I still think he's incredibly talented in constructing that team but his ego got in the way that being said he's justified it after the fact Krause uh, by breaking up the team by saying that everybody got old yeah. And he put out this article that's on NBC Sports. It's or an excerpt like that. from his memoir that's still that's not right. published. His his memoir is gonna come out. And it's really cool of his uh, his wife, who's still alive. Yeah, she's been asked about this documentary, The Last Dance documentary, and she's like, he has a book coming out. I'm gonna let him have the final word, I'm not gonna say anything. That's, oh, dope. that's pretty dope. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um and he basically goes through all the decisions that were made, right? Yeah. They did like these intense uh, medical evaluations of all the players. Yeah. And obviously they thought Michael could still play. But uh, they're like, Luke Longley's about to break down. Rodman, we don't think, has any more in him. Uh, Pippen's back is fucked up, and he's going to ask for too much money. Uh, Steve Kerr and Judd Bushler are going to get bigger offers. So we just couldn't afford to bring the team back together. Now, who cares if you could afford to look? He justifies it by saying, look what happened to Luke Longley. He went to Phoenix. He kind of struggled with his ankles. He ended yeah. up on the Knicks, but he just fell apart. Uh, then they go, "Scotty, He Scottie says Pippen. we did Scotty a favor, basically.
1: He really did. He goes. We we did a sign and trade for Scotty, so he could make more money. So he made twenty million more. And the, I think the reason you can make more is because of the Larry Bird exception, which proves they could have signed. Because what they do is they sign Scotty Pippen to a big deal. Uh-huh. It doesn't f- fuck with the cap because you can sign him to more or whatever. I think it's the Larry Bird exception, and then you you trade him. I right, think that's Right, right, maybe, yeah, maybe, or maybe it was one of those
0: like um, you can sign a longer, you know, oh, yeah, extension yeah, yeah. Okay. for a team yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. on. That's to right. incentivize right. players to stay. Yeah. But. um uh, and then you know, he's like, uh, everybody worried
1: Rodman's parting, it caught up to him.
0: Rodman played 35 more games with the Lakers, yeah, that was it. And then, so, so he has, and then he they say he says about Michael, he's like, Michael, like, severed a tendon in his shooting in his pointer fingers of yes. a shooting hand, and he wouldn't have been able to play the entire season because of that, yeah. Now, he did that in the summer with like some cigar cutter or some shit. Yeah. So he's he's basically going, Look, we made the right decision, all the players fell apart, Michael couldn't even play. What the fuck do you want from us? That being said everything could have completely changed if they knew they were coming back to do a seventh season. Maybe Luke Longley takes care of his body in the offseason. Maybe Rodman goes,
1: I'm actually going to play because these aren't going to be meaningless games. And if it's the right decision and you're a good GM, you would think you would have made the playoffs in the next 10 years or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did it go? Probably until like Derek was there, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they... I don't remember a competitive team from them until Derek Rose. Yeah, yeah. That was the gap. And that's not Jerry Krause's rebuild that did that. It's just so interesting, like... It's so it's so interesting like Do you think Phil thought this just yeah. came to me? Do you think Phil after 6 was like I'm exhausted also I don't know how to motivate them anymore. I used everything I had on The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. What do I say The Last Dance part 2? What's the fucking what's the motivation here? I don't have an angle. I think Phil was exhausted.
0: Yeah. I think this is like it was really difficult for Phil.
1: Like
0: emotionally difficult holding all this together. Like think about it. Excuse me. Phil's and and Michael says it in the documentary. I mean, everybody says it about Phil, but Phil's ability to manage egos is what made him so great and, and get everybody to be part of the team and, like, sacrifice for the team. I think Michael says that in yeah. the documentary, right? Handling all those players, and these are a lot of egos, like handling Pippen's ego, handling Jordan, handling the way Jordan treated the players. Like, yeah. Jordan's going to berate you. Phil's got to build you back up so you don't lose all your confidence. Yeah. Like, handling that fucking situation, dude, that has got to be exhausting. It's like, uh, I I haven't experienced this. I've been very fucking lucky. But, like, um, you know, there are sometimes kids that play, like, this kind of almost referee role with their parents. Yeah. They're, like, parents are fighting all the time. And they're kind of, like, managing that relationship in real time. Sometimes they're even divorced. And they're constantly managing that relationship. And, like, you see the fucking cost that that has on, like, a, on a kid. It's like, emotionally yeah. taxing. So, yeah. like, have your mom crying or your dad, like, furious yeah. or whatever. Imagine doing that for fucking six championships.
1: With Michael Jordan. Oh, my and God. And his, I mean, the greatest player of all time's ego. That's and ne- and not
0: knowing every practice, is he, he going to punch somebody? What the fuck is yeah. going to, that takes some fucking time, dude. That's like, a great point. I think he was truly exhausted. Yeah. I think Jordan could have convinced him to come back because Jordan can convince anybody. But I don't think that he was upset in the
1: least. Yeah. He doesn't sound like he said, I didn't want to come back. Boom. I thought it wouldn't be fair to Jerry.
3: I don't believe he you really hates give Jerry fuck yeah. about Jerry Cross. I think he parents.
0: blamed Jerry, to be honest,
3: yeah. because he didn't want it. I think it. he yeah. used that as a I think he didn't think they could win again. Hmm. That's what I think. They, and I think that celebration at the last one was shock because he didn't think they were going to win.
1: And he you was, saw the breakdown. Yeah. Like, Scotty's back is starting to fall apart. Yeah. Like, Phil— And that thought hit me, too. This is actually crazy. MJ, when he came back the second time, didn't miss a single game those three years.
2: Which is insane.
1: But, like, Unbelievable. you think about their run, and there's no playoff series where they're like, yo, we had a big injury to this guy we had to overcome. Mm. And you see that all the time now. The Warriors last year, mm. Kevin Durant goes down in the finals. LeBron mm. a few years ago, Kyrie and Kevin Love were out for the playoffs. Like, mm. that just happens. It happens almost every year. Mm-hmm. Never happened to the Bulls. This is the first time I was like, "Oh, he's hobbled." Yeah. And then before that, the last time was Scotty Pippen got migraines in Game Seven mm. against Detroit. Like, Yo, can we talk about that a little bit? Like, Pippen's legacy took
0: a fucking hit. Like, <laughs> if Pippen, his entire career, has sacrificed for Jordan to achieve what he needed to achieve. That continued in this documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, Because in order for Jordan's greatness to show game five, Pippen needs to be this focal point with another back injury or I'm going to sit out in the playoffs because I didn't get to take the last shot or I'm going to have a contract dispute and get my you know, ankle yeah. surgery in the fall. Like, He got destroyed in this fucking documentary. To, they bro. tried
1: to help him out, I was noticing, in the this portrayal of Game 6, where they had the trainer, because Jordan probably didn't say shit, nah. but they had the trainer being like, "Every anybody who questions Scottie Pippen's heart is out of his mind. Yeah. And the trainer physically, like, medically knows what's going on with this guy. Yeah. So he's like, anybody who questions Scottie Pippen's heart, they don't know what they're talking about. That helped. And then there was a, a moment when they're doing the mic'd up shit. It's, I guess it's cool that Jordan left this in, but before the last play, after Jordan makes a shot, Scottie Pippen's like, nothing easy. I'll take a charge if I need to. Don't worry about it. And that's him saying like, we, we're gonna win. I'll put my body on the line. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. You got a bad back taking a charge. Yeah, that's trauma. So you dude. think that they were trying to protect him a little bit? A his little image, bit.
0: A little bit. I, yeah. A little bit. Because so, it is a balance, right? It's like how do we make Jordan look heroic? Yeah. Without giving him adversity to overcome, and you can't say the adversity is scoring on Brian Russell. Yeah. It has to be more than that, right? Yeah. Something happens, One of your guys has to go down. Like in any Marvel movie or whatever, right? All hope is lost. I think that's part of the hero's journey, right? Yeah. All hope is lost. All hope is lost. The all hope is lost moment is when your second best player, Scottie Pippen. And if we lose this game
1: seven in useless. Utah. Ooh. And game Ooh. seven at home. Yeah, I've always said this game seven at home is it's a huge percent. deal. And then when I watched that Pacers thing and Reggie Miller is talking about that one three that Steve Kerr hit, that if... Uh, they may get the rebound or whatever. And we score. It's a five point game. Steaker yeah. hits it, ties the game. And then he's like, that shot changed everything. I was like, what are you talking about? It's one three. And then he said, the building got energized in a way that we couldn't handle. Mm. And that's what happens in a game seven. That one shot. If you're in front of your home
2: fans, yeah. it's yeah. different.
0: The charges you up. Yeah. There's a, uh, God, it's so interesting to see like my own bias, especially as like a young kid. Cause I remember watching all these things in real time as a kid. Do you guys remember seeing these actually happen? I remember
3: where I was sitting. Like these, the last two championships are the only ones I remember seeing. Exactly, because we're too young for the other ones. But
0: these ones, you're probably watching with your fam. Like I remember being in the living room. I remember watching uh, Reggie Miller hit that three. Mm -hmm. Remember the three that gets him to win, right? Uh, And I remember Reggie Miller pushing off. And I remember being so furious. And I'm like, that was a push.
2: He fucking (laughs) shoved him. (laughs)
0: Whatever (laughs) like this, right? And then I remember later... (laughs) when Jordan gives a little nudge to Brian Russell going, that's not even a push. It was was just, I was so in love with Jordan. I was completely biased about what was happening. That being said, that Brian Russell thing was not even close to a push. One of the guys said it best. It was like it was like a maitre d walking you to your table. Yeah. Like Bob
1: Costas, and that's such a that Bob Costas, Costas yeah. way to put oh, it. Oh,
2: beautiful! That's such
1: a rich white guy way to put it. <laughs> it's, it's a maitre d. So many people go maitre d. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about, Bobby?
2: <laughs> I'm
1: but maitre d puts his hand
0: on
3: my wife's back to <laughs> <laughs> let you know what's gonna
2: happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was delicate, Yeah, bro. it was barely a problem. It was like delicate. Was, his momentum was going that way. Yeah. I think that was just Jordan helping himself keep balance. Ooh. That's how he shifted his yeah. energy a little he bit. He to shift his energy a little bit because he was going full speed to the right. And then stop. That's why he snatched, got it. Snatch. Yeah. And then this is just a little bit,
0: okay, back, I'm yeah. over here. I mean, boom. And to the fact that he hit a game-winning three against Russell,
1: I think it was the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I completely was, forgot about that. Yeah, I think it was a jumper. Game one. Yeah the year before it just sucked. but you know what this was actually so I'm I was getting kind of worn out on the grudge against this guy grudge against that guy and then he's doing yeah. the Russell you're on the list I it's wasn't like, All right, I love this alright <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: hey.
0: I dusted out my pen this week and I'm not going
1: <laughs>
0: I need to put some more motherfuckers <laughs> on the list bro I need <laughs> to put them on the list
1: <laughs> yo and I get that and I think everybody kind of does this i'm fucking i remember this guy but it's just you're just going we're just going to it so many times but the brian the byron brian russell brian what? i always thought it was byron Son, me too brian russell thing when <laughs> he was like he's on the list and then he says i studied him i knew he played defense on his toes yeah that's that's how he got him and mm-hmm. i think that's how he got him the next year in game six mm-hmm. if you're playing defense on your toes and you're going one way i switch back you're you're done yeah it's i didn't really
0: i mean i was really cool how he analyzed that i didn't really understand what that meant because they always tell you in camps and stuff like that to on play your on your toes yeah. is <laughs> like, the most dynamic way to I mean, if you're just walking around your fucking heels i don't think you're gonna do a better job stopping michael i Doria. didn't see
1: it in the first shot in the second shot i was thinking if you're just kind of always like you don't ever really plant and you're just going one way it's probably easy for you to yeah, get yeah. got so I, I would feel like it, it's easier
0: i feel like it's easier to defend that or any kind of like uh movement back what is a side to side what is that uh what is that called uh, shuffle uh, kind of shut or like agile like agility based movement mm. is easier when you're on your toes i mean that's what they teach you literally the drill to move back and forth is hop on your toes to the right yeah, to right, the left yeah. yeah so it's like when he was saying that he was like i saw he always plays d on his toes and i knew i could get him and i was like you mean good d yeah <laughs> like, i think he <laughs> meant it in a different way i, I saw know. how he always followed through in his jump shot and i knew it wasn't gonna go in i was like that's what you're I, doing. Thought, he I thought i thought as many
1: always had his weight forward Right, always just going whatever forward is. Right, right. Uh, But it was interesting. Like, oh, once he has a grudge, it's it's like for real personal. Like, I'm gonna take it out on you. Let's see how much of that is
0: real, and how much of that is truly effective, and uh, and how much of it do you think is just kind of folklore for the documentary?
1: I think he thinks it's fully real, Uh and I do think it's real to a degree, and I think a little chip on your shoulder helps. And none of us know how exhausting it is to win that much and have to find new motivation. Yeah, but. I don't know if it's as real. And that's how I was getting kind of tired of it by that point. It's like, I don't know if it's as real as we're, as Jordan thinks it is, as the documentary is making it seem like it is. But that's the point of the documentary. Yeah. I feel like it's not to, obviously, it's not to express
0: that Jordan you know, won six championships. I think what how they're trying to solidify him as the GOAT is basically saying he was so amazing that all he needed to do was focus. And he was so threatening that if he didn't like you, he could destroy you. And, and I, you know I, what I'm saying? Because it, that goes beyond numbers because we'll need another documentary to show if that's how Larry Bird played. We'll need another documentary to show if that's how Magic or Bill Russell or anybody else yeah. in the discussion. We know for a fact that's not how LeBron plays. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe we start to have that discussion, like the big difference between the two of them. One of the great things about LeBron is that he will make the right basketball play. Yeah. The great thing about Jordan is he will just score yeah right like yeah. people praise LeBron all the time yeah he was doubled so he passed off and you know that guy who makes one million dollars a year to shoot from the corner missed the jump shot yeah right Jordan is going to score yeah Paxson's gonna hit one yeah Kerr's gonna hit one Jordan is gonna hit the majority yeah. of them and you know what else Jordan's gonna score the 10 to 12 points before Kerr has the opportunity to the win the reason it. Kerr
1: is open Jordan, Jordan been scoring this whole time so he might as well just double yes you can't you can't not double yes Matter of fact, they even talk about everybody saying, like, on that last play, game six against the Jazz, everybody knew when Jordan got the rebound, get the fuck out of the way. Robin says it. I was, yeah, that was good. What were you thinking? This motherfucker gonna shoot. Get the fuck out of the way. (laughs) This motherfucker gonna shoot the fucking ball. Fucking, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) It's so true. And then Kerr hits that shot. They really laid into the Kerr thing,
0: huh? They gave him a nice little storyline.
1: They did. I mean, that is a, I remember hearing that about Kerr and being like, really? This guy's a fucking. This guy's a beast a little bit. Like, yeah. All
0: right, guys. We're going to take a break for a second. Let's talk about greatness, man. Greatness is very important. And uh, being great in basketball, being great uh, in your passion, and being great during passionate moments is key. And how can you be great? How can you be the greatest? How can you be the goat? You might need to take the chew. Now, if you're new to this podcast, blue chew is the guarantee for the best sex of your life. If you're a girl listening, if you want to have the best dick of your life, just get your man to take a little blue chew. Chew that thing down. Same active ingredient that's in Cialis or Viagra, um, only it works twice as fast. That's right, twice as fast. It is twice as fast because you're chewing it up, okay? So there's not that awkward hour. You're just waiting for that fucking dick to get hard. It's hard. You are ready to go, and you are going to have the best sex of your fucking life. They don't say this, but it's been true for me. The thing helps me control my nut. I don't know how this is possible. But it feels amazing. Usually when it feels amazing, boom, you pop, not this. It feels amazing and I can control it, satisfy my woman, get her to those multiple climaxes. Yes, the chew is real. So bluechew.com, you can try it out for absolutely free. All you got to use is the promo code Andrew, okay? You try it out, bluechew.com. Promo code is Andrew. It'll be absolutely free. You just pay $5 shipping. That's all you got to do, $5 for the best sex of your life. You're crazy if you don't try that out. All right, bluechew.com, promo code Andrew. Let's get back to the show.
3: I, I finally can see Leonardo DiCaprio's alpha. Like, I saw it. Go, talk to me. So, this is after they win game six championship. I don't see anybody else back there. hmm But they let Leo, Leo fucking DiCaprio back. And then Jordan looked like he's trying to impress Impressed him. Leo. That was legendary. And now this That's is a I saw a
1: mutual, which is also crazy, kind of mutually like, yo. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, but who the fuck And Leo at that hired? time. He's an actor. I mean, he he's power. not How big is Leo. Shit. That's what I'm trying to say like, that's Titanic to Leo, I'm pretty sure. So Titanic I'm, pretty is sure that's Titanic time. I'm pretty sure it's already out. I'm pretty sure. Can you see yeah, Mark, can yeah. you
0: see when uh Titanic came out? Um Yeah, he was so comfortable around Jordan. Leo yeah, was. That was oh, he problem. was a kid.
4: December 1997.
0: 97. Uh, so this yeah, is so post. Okay, so
1: and he's the huge, fucking Leo. he is the biggest thing ever. He's the guy's biggest Jordan is Leo at
3: that moment. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to you, but it was just weird. Girls like, like Titanic oh, the way I we see, like the bulls. I, see, I seen your movie. Uh, he <laughs> doesn't even get the name man, right iron shit. Mask, like, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, I quoted one of one for all, all for one. that Three line. Musketeers? Yeah. That's the wrong movie. Was Leo in Three Musketeers? Nah, but wasn't there a, nah, something I think there was that, that line also in the movie. He said the man with the iron mask or some shit like that. They also yeah. said it in that. Oh. And that's why he said it before the game. And he's like, God damn, like Leo, big dick Leo. Yeah, son. Leo yeah. not playing <laughs> big either. dick. Leo, they son. kicked
0: Seinfeld's ass the fuck out. through uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. They rushed earlier. him out because uh-huh. like, the show's trash. And uh, Phil understood that. Fuck out of here. That's the
3: thing. So <laughs> I was watching
0: Seinfeld this but This shit is fire. Phil, son. Recognized. Like, you can still watch. He that really shit, did son. recognize. They probably yeah. got. Why no, do they no. even make <laughs> the end of the bread if we don't use it? Just stop the bread. It's a, a son-
1: it's a good point. It's a good point. You are bringing
0: up great points sin, and acting like, that's I a can, regular Seinfeld. I'm like, sin, yo, Seinfeld's that's a whole fucking act. banger. Yeah. Seinfeld's whole act. I'll write Seinfeld's right great now, points. Right
1: now. Just right now like this. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> easily. hundred percent. Easily. They probably got signed for out of the locker room because they were like, "Man, Jordan gonna be too geeked out. We need him. We need to save his energy. You know I mean? yo, <laughs> yo. Get him out of here. Come on, yo. Come on, man. We can't have Jordan over here trying to impress this guy with so his good. funny bits." The flu game. <laughs> <laughs> You know, watching Seinfeld. and he was so laughed out, he was exhausted.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know why he was thirsty? Them pretzels.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, fuck.
0: trash. Seinfeld's trash. <laughs> what do they call it? Air. Air can't jump. It's nah. That's, Seinfeld, nah, son. A, That's, Seinfeld. A, That's Seinfeld. not even air. Air just up
2: there. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> It, yeah. What's going I mean, on?
1: You should have stopped at the bread. The bread, yeah, a, the bread was a great fucking point, yo. Damn,
2: bro. I thought I had yo, it. You right? And he said that bread shit, I was like, that's
1: a good point, that's yo. All right. He's really showing me the...
3: Seinfeld's genius right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard to
1: be Seinfeld yeah, a...
3: Even Seinfeld said they're not all gonna hit. You know what I <laughs> mean? They're, they're
1: not all gonna hit. Oh, fuck. Hmm. Let me see what other notes are. Why
0: do you warm up, not warm down?
1: Yes.
2: Oh wow.
1: I found the living
2: legends. <laughs> <laughs> Why is
0: it more war- that is such a time We call it warm up. But then we call it cool down. But heat rises. The, oh, that actually makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you fucking yeah. Yo, yo, the more you talk, the more he talks. Now, every Seinfeld joke no, though.
1: Yeah. The just, more you talk, the more. What's the direction I... of this word? Let me ask some questions about it. Yeah. The more you talk, the more I think we need a Last Dance documentary on this Seinfeld special. Yep. We need to know, man. How'd you do it this whole time? Goat-ass Seinfeld. Um, how do you come with this comedic uh, genius? <laughs> time and time again, that son. that that 22 times a year with full episodes. Oh, son. Fuck. Oh, you know what was uh, interesting about Steve Kerr? They said one what thing. was that? Nothing? Said, <laughs> no, no, it was about him being a coach where he said, like, because I only took five shots a game, I put way too much pressure on myself for every miss. Yep. And I was wondering Ooh. how much that impacted his offense moving forward. And even, like, Little, I mean, this is Steph, obviously, the greatest shooter ever, but he said to Steph, like, hey, you know what's great about you is you're you're one for nine right now, and you're going to keep shooting, and that's what's great about you. Mm. And his offense is just like, yo, shoot. Just Mm -hmm. shoot if you got a shot. Mm. Don't fucking worry about it. Just shoot if you got a shot. And I wonder if that is in his mind at all times. Like, that fucked with me my whole career. Yeah, maybe his... Maybe
0: his thinking is that, like, I'm going to get the most out of my players if they feel the most confident. Yeah,
1: if feel the least pressure from Yeah, this.
0: so he's riding confidence. Yeah. That being said, I don't know if riding confidence—obviously, he's won championships for those teams, so I can't say it's a bad strategy. But, like, I don't know if just riding confidence is what's going to get you there. I think what Jordan recognized was true alphas are going to shine no matter what. Hmm. And I wanna put you in these horrible situations so that you can shine when your buttholes get tight or the nuts get squeezed
1: or whatever the you know metaphor he was using in the locker room was. Jordan's whole method is I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna make you a fighter, whether you wanna be or not. I'm or gonna I'm gonna fighter. destroy you. Yeah. And that's the
0: cost. Yeah. You're gonna see if you got it in you or not. And he even said about Kerr, he's like Kerr earned his wings. Yeah. Like think about that. He's not going, he saved us. He goes, he could be part of the team now. He hit the game <laughs> when they shot for the finals. Like, think about that, bro. Wow. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. Wow. He because the game winning shot in the NBA finals he goes yeah he earned his wings now he's one of the players and Kerr was so excited Jordan trusted him on the bench oh dude that was such a funny Kerr is funny man when he oh, was just like dude. Jordan whispers to me like you know if I'm, if I'm gonna be he open. literally go, yo can you
0: pass me some Gatorade he goes I'm
1: gonna be there for you <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I got
0: your hydration right here bro he I got like, you Jordan sorry not punching you in the chest though. that was my bad I got a little angry
1: <laughs> Jordan knows cameras are on him all the time so he whispers and I just yell back hey if they're there I'm ready
2: if yeah. they're on you <laughs> <laughs> like he's
1: so geek that yeah, Jordan's trusting is. him. Think how that was good that cool that would moment. feel. That was a if Jordan cool if Jordan is like, yeah, that's true. That, how geek would you be? Yeah. And it was cool that he was just self aware about it. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I remembered from old shit is Reggie remember Miller when they kicked Seinfeld out the the locker room.
2: <laughs> guy, I remember remember they said that because he's too great, <laughs> yo.
1: And like, that the crazy fuck out the locker room. We don't need you analyzing yo, shit. <laughs> Jordan's ego got threatened by
0: Seinfeld. How can something be a locker and a room? Jordan.
1: I don't even get it, yo. Imagine if Kramer. Imagine if Kramer just busted in the locker room, bro. Oh, that'd be lit. How sick? Sound that'd be hysterical. That would be. (laughs) Oh god. Anyway,
3: genius comedic genius.
0: All right, go go. Uh, Locker room. Isn't every room a locker? What's the difference? No, how? I mean, you lock it. And then you are save.
4: Don't you dare give yeah, that. No. that Mark, that's the reason.
2: you dare you give that. It save it save back. Save you could with done the, done the music. It save, save it with the music. You could have done it in Brent. I'd have it to you in Brent. Save it with the music. Mark.
1: Save it with the music. Every
0: single
2: one. You need the Twitch game, by the way.
1: Chicka Chicka is Twix. I'm pretty
3: sure. No, 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 it's at the end of.
2: <laughs> no, the isn't music. it?
1: Uh, was it? You know it. I don't know what
3: that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making noise over here,
1: <laughs> dude. Come on, man.
0: Come on. Let's be honest about Seinfeld. Let's just let's just call it what it is, dude. Hey, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're
3: gonna have to get no emotional.
0: Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There was no emotion in that shit. There was nothing that made you cry. Nothing that made you you know have a little little tear jerk. Fresh Prince did get emotional. That's
3: all him. I'm
1: saying. But that took like five years too. Listen, you got to build. You can't throw out the first four seasons of Fresh Prince.
0: Nah, you might have cried before that.
1: I cried a pinky in the brain. Seinfeld couldn't make me cry once.
0: How are you gonna make me cry? The muffin tops. Because Seinfeld, I just like the
1: top of the muffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. Oh point. shit! We all like the fucking top of the muffin. So why don't they just sell the top of the muffin? Mm, it's not how it works. It's like your mm, bread mm, point. See, not I'm not how works, you know what I'm saying it works. It's not how it so works. So i not the Socrates of our generation. It's he asking works, the questions. Yeah. Not how it works. He asking the
0: questions. So, fuck Socrates. It's not in real time. <laughs> Right? This is Socrates. What's the deal with thinking? <laughs>
4: Come on, Mark. Hit me, Mark. <laughs> hit me, Mark. Stop. <laughs> there we go. So <laughs> all y'all do is
1: ask questions, old red pill ass motherfucker. Seinfeld yo. just red pill in everyday life. He is. He really is, dude. <laughs> Come on, yo. It's okay to hate Seinfeld, man. He Why sucks. you got such a problem with shows named after your own last name? What's that? Schultz. Wait, I like that. Yeah, so why are you hating on Seinfeld? That's where you got the idea from. Just That's not minute. even his real last name. <laughs> What's his real last name?
0: Not some, he, something not Jewish. He's not even Jewish.
1: What? All the reason to like Seinfeld
0: pretends to be Jewish. You don't know that? That yeah. just makes me love him more. Uh, Seinfeld's not actually Jewish. <laughs> Sounds familiar.
2: Hit it, Mark. Oh man! <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, it's all
0: good, bro. Come on, let's go. Let's get back to this, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why Yo. do you get back to something?
3: <laughs> wow! <Couldn't laughs> like, even finish it out.
0: You keep you making trash. Imagine, points. imagine hanging out <laughs> with know, Seinfeld. Imagine hanging with Seinfeld. You just gotta deal with that all day. Yo, keep pass me the scissors. Scissors. What's the deal with the plurality? I mean, it's just one thing, scissors.
1: Why is it a pair? 'Cause it's the two things cut
0: What do you mean it's the two things? The two
1: pieces of it. So scissors.
0: one each one of those things is a scissor.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know how annoying Seinfeld yeah. would be to hang
3: out it with him? can't be it. as annoying as you trying to do Seinfeld. This right. is what Seinfeld does all day. Yeah, but he does it good. I'm not hanging out with him. I'm watching oh, the show. Fuck, That's dude. the best
1: part of it. The bread. Bro. You had a banger with bread. I don't know That's why a, you kept tagging I it. I did. I did kill that
4: bread boy, Did <laughs> he I not? Hot. more.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 Yo, he's gonna go home like Bart Simpson and just write Seinfeld over and over <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm taking this motherfucker out I told you my list is growing I told y'all this
2: <laughs>
0: nah but for real though let's talk about the B movie
2: <laughs> the B. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come on, Jordan. Let's get back to it. Right. Oh,
0: bro. All right, let's go. What yo, were we talking about? Yo, oh, no. you know
1: what I realized watching this documentary, What's Reggie that? Paul, uh, Reggie Miller looks like RuPaul. <laughs> you ever seen RuPaul out of drag? <laughs> Tell me that ain't the same motherfucker, yo. No,
2: <laughs> and I'm a
1: Reggie fan, yo. I love Reggie. Yeah. But damn, you see RuPaul, not RuPaul. When his real name is Rupert paulson or whatever that
3: motherfucker look like reggie yeah it's they crazy. got a similarity it's crazy right yeah holy shit i did not know that was rupaul <laughs> so i've seen <laughs> so that person was reggie before? Miller this whole time
0: So and i respect reggie miller for never fixing
1: his teeth bro that motherfucker looks so horrible yo he don't give a fuck he, he really got, don't he's single out here living he just be with hoes all the time apparently really yeah but like never fixing his teeth never is fucking crazy. It. he's crazy confident He wanted, you know, I remember when he retired, they asked him, what's your biggest regret? And it wasn't that I didn't win a championship. He said, I only got to play MJ in the playoffs once. That's my biggest regret. That was such a competitive, fun series. Uh, I wanted wanted to keep doing that. I wish that was a rivalry. Like, that's some, he's not like, he's a confident competitor, Super wants that shit.
3: All players are different because Anthony Davis with the unibrow shit, like, these motherfuckers, they just, they get to a level of, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I
1: get
0: that also because you get so much positive feedback yeah. and you know. pussy. So like, what's the? I'm already yeah. Drowning, yeah, drowning in pussy. I'm it's- fucking any girl I want. Yeah. Why would I pluck my unibrow? Bro? Yeah, yeah. Now I, I think there's a. It's interesting when you get into these documentaries because, like, obviously, if you're a journalist, you want a hot take in these documentaries. You want yeah. to be known as the guy who like saw something no one else saw, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this one guy in the documentary. I forget who he was, but he says this shit. Shit made me crack up. He goes. You want to know what, what, what made Jordan the difference with, with MJ? You want to know what MJ's superpower was? It wasn't running fast. It wasn't jumping high. He could stay in the moment. Maybe he was a little running fast and jumping <laughs> high, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe that had a little bit to do with anything, yeah, yeah. buddy. Sure. Staying in the fucking moment? How yeah. no, many Hare Krishnas we got in the NBA? Staying in the moment is the thing that, that separated him.
1: Get the fuck out of here, bro. I think it's a thing that separates him from LeBron. But at that point, you're talking about two. They got everything else.
3: I, I need you to Go, explain that to me. What the fuck does that even mean, state in the moment?
1: I think this what he was trying to
0: say is, is that he's not letting the consequences of his actions or the fear of them dictate um, his choices. For example, I just missed my last seven shots. Should I shoot this? I'm having a bad game, etc. Every time he shot was a new fresh roll of the dice. Every time he decided to play D was a new, fresh roll of the dice. Every time he decided to do something, he was in the moment right there. Whereas a lot of guys, for example, like they say, cornerbacks uh, in football, right? It's like they get beat a couple times, their confidence is destroyed, and that
1: position is all confidence. Because you're thinking about the past. Oh, I got burned. Oh, what if I get burned again? Every one of us gets in our head, and it's always some shit that's not about right now. Mm -hmm. So your ability to be in this moment right now, maybe it's just because I'm Hindu and that's like such a big... Part of meditation.
2: Hey, I'm gay.
1: Yeah, fair. So maybe I'm gay, but that's like I understand that's a huge deal at that level. Now you have to have everything else. So for him to say like it's not jumping, why hot, would you call it gay? Oh god, damn it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't fucking do this anymore. Mark,
1: <laughs> <laughs> stop
2: I mean, it! Stop I mean, it!
1: I mean. Remotely saving this. Let him drown in gay it. Gay means happy. <laughs> if someone put a dick in my ass,
3: I wouldn't be happy at all. <laughs> B-movie
0: It's <laughs> this is,
3: this is bad
1: <laughs> I can't
3: do it yo I can't, even
0: I like, can't do it like, It's all good if y'all love Seinfeld bro It's all good But what I'm doing is honestly according to so Seinfeld, much Creative genius Like that was what I just did with Seinfeld did I mean he would do it without cursing He'd be like If you slid something in my rectum <laughs> <laughs>
2: Aaron and
0: Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yes. go, Mark. Darren, Mark. Darren,
2: Darren, Mark,
0: come Darren, on. Guys, you can't curse. It's not
1: it's comedy not... if you curse. Did you know that? You know it's not comedy if you curse? Did you guys know? You know he loves Chris Rock, though, right? Does he? Yeah. Does he? I remember on Talking Funny, he said he thinks about some Chris Rock bit once a month. And it was about black <laughs> <porn>. <laughs> It was the black ones or N-words. He's like, what do I call my neighbors? <laughs> 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 he actually said about Chris Rock's porn joke. He's like, that's the first time I realized black people have like an entirely different world that they live in, and they're not that happy with it. And that sounds that a funny way to say it. Hmm. Interesting. He thought he was. He thought black people were happy
0: in the world that they were living in. The guy grew up in, in Long Island States, in the seventies.
1: He didn't know. You up with white people. Stay woke, bro. <laughs> Stay woke. Anybody saying yeah. Seinfeld is woke. <laughs> Say again? Are you, do you not like Seinfeld because he's not woke enough? Son, I only like woke people. <laughs> My favorite comedian is Sean King.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you have any other points Come on, on bro, that bro. Sean King. You know Sean King's music? Sean King
1: have... or Umar Johnson? Who's funnier? That shit is tough,
0: bro. Those are one, of, two of the greatest social media comics of all time. Um... <laughs> It might be Dr. Umar Johnson. Real talk. Shout to the goat. The prince of, of Pan Africanism or something.
3: Okay. Yeah. You're right. right. This is great. Well, um, did you have any more notes on Jordan? On did Jordan? You? Yeah
0: no but I have some Seinfeld stuff if um, you guys nah, want nah, to nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I not let me tell you something the more um, that it bothers you guys the longer we're gonna stay in it that's
1: just how this
3: works oh okay oh I love it you're killing it <laughs> there we go you're killing it. it's gold it's gold
1: there you go Seinfeld sucks let's get out of this. this is Drew
4: basically spit on your hypothetical pizza right now right? yeah so no.
2: that is exactly what. I don't even
4: know what that meant I'm on board though basically it's the same thing <laughs> yeah.
1: all right um, anything else um, yeah there's a few things I noticed one Jasmine Jordan kind of a stop joint it. stop it kind stop of it. a joint stop
3: it I gotta stop pull it. her up I, I stop, stop it. it you know Black like our Kid on TV stop it
1: I'll, <laughs> stop Al turned it. it off she's, she's on there it. fleetingly so I could have been wrong and I didn't think she was worth nah, rewinding, I did, but I, I was like, she, I "Is did, she, she kind of cute. a joint?" Okay, this is a discussion we should have on the podcast.
0: I I, I disagree, but I'll, you guys can have the discussion. I disagree. First of fine all,
1: fine looking, fine looking, sweet girl. All, sweet I know girl. She, he had a daughter,
0: huh? I know he had a daughter. So good yeah. for him for protection. Yes, we did not he hear three. not even a peep from his wife, ex-wife. Or the, his current... Or current wife. Neither of them say a single... I want to... If you want to talk about a fucking maniac, who knows him <laughs> more than the wife, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Think about that. Who had worse, first wife or second wife?
0: First wife.
1: First wife, I get, but first like wife. he's gone all the time. Really? I mean, yeah, he's on road trips. He's, you know what I mean? He's training all the time. He's, he's gone all the time.
2: Yeah. Second wife, this
1: motherfucker, he's playing golf and then he's coming home and then he's playing golf. and then he, You know what I mean? Like... There's nothing. To, there's no road trips. She was like bitching about shit, wasn't she? Who the first? The wife? First wife. Right? First wife. Apparently, they got married because he got her pregnant.
0: Ah, uh, so it was kind of a. But then he had more kids with her.
1: Yeah, which is weird. Do you think he just compartmentalizes? Maybe that I'm shit? wrong, but I think it's just like, ah, yeah, we're together. Let's just keep fucking,
0: and let's just have
1: more of a family. Maybe she understood what it was. She's like, I'll be with this guy. We get along well enough. And then when she got divorced, I think she hired a PI, and the PI found all kinds of him cheating, this and that, and that's why her settlement was like, basically, what, what do you want? Ah, so she
0: basically blackmailed him. She's like, I can ruin your image with all this information- or you can just give me what I want.
1: Yeah, I don't know exactly. I'm. These are all. We're all speculating. But it was like a couple of years after he retired that they were divorced. And then I, from what I understand, he got her pregnant, and that's why he was. Just but like,
0: Loki, I married. respect famous people that can like, get married at a young age, or at least when their wives are young, like seventeen or something, like yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. you know, just carry that all the way through yeah. until you know current day. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Maybe go that's shit. a trick. You just got to get them nice and young.
1: Yeah. Go shit.
0: You know what i <laughs> 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 Oh, she oh. might not know that one. Play like SpongeBob or something. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, his
3: first wife was kind of who? Juanita? This is the first wife, right?
0: I think that's the that's uh, the second wife. New one, right? Is she yeah. Cuban? Uh, this
3: is her mother, I think. Uh huh. Uh-huh. This is Jasmine Jordan, and I think that's her mother right
2: there.
1: No, that's not Juanito. Jasmine, though, she's alright. Yeah, she no, right.
3: she's cute. She's cute.
2: She's
1: alright. She's cute. She's alright. it is interesting how genetics work, though. Like,
0: because like his both of his kids played college basketball, I believe, yeah. or at least one of them. Yeah, and uh, they were okay.
1: Yeah, I think Marcus played, and he was fine.
0: He was fine, but yeah. like, you can't. That is the genetic. When you talk about like the genetic lottery, it it really is a lottery. It's a
1: lottery, man. That's what I'm telling you. Like, Isn't that amazing? I'm LeBron's kids cool. could make it to the league. They're not going to be LeBron. He won the yeah. lotto. You got the residuals of him winning the lotto. But how dope is that? Like, it's refreshing to know that, excuse
0: me, you can't just kind of like breed two athletes, and then all of a sudden a super athlete comes out. Yeah, there is some what is it chance in life. Yeah, and that you're dealt this card, these you know set of cards, and you have to do whatever the fuck you can with that hand. But it's really nice to know because if we start realizing, oh shit, all you have to do is have sex with with Jordan, kind of like horses, where it's just like <laughs> what, Seabiscuit Biscuit has a kid, and yeah. all of a sudden they run, and then yeah. but however the fuck your kids look, and however the fuck your kids look, and my kids and Mark's kids, it who knows? We don't yeah. know what's going to happen, and we can. We can raise them and we can educate them and we can get them in the gym and we can make them eat right. But there are certain things that they were just born with and they're going to have to figure things out with it.
1: It's really nice to know that. The one thing is though Jordan married a regular girl. He didn't marry like an athlete. It'd be curious. I'd be interested to know if he married like Jackie Joyner or or whatever back in the day. What would their kids be like? So now you got two super athletes. Now you have two super athletes
0: there, There is a couple. Uh, uh, what is the name? She had a 30 for 30 She was like an amazing runner, and then she was on steroids. Marion Jones. Jones. Yeah. She married Tim Montgomery, who was an American sprinter. Right. Who also, I think, might have had his own scandal. They should technically have the fastest kid ever, right? These are two elite... Sprinters, yeah. Steffi Graf and Andre, Andre Agassi—that's Agassi. who I
1: was thinking. Have kids together. That kid doesn't even play tennis; he plays baseball or some shit like that. I think, Maybe but they the were swing both like, "Could help, you know." I think they were both like, "We don't want him to play tennis." Like, wow. you don't. I mean, there's so up much like our... societal pressure. Imagine yeah.
0: like every tennis fan waiting to see if you're going to be the truth.
1: No, I remember yeah. her and then him and Pete Sampras had a big rivalry. They both their wives got pregnant at the same time. They were already getting offers for like millions and millions of dollars <laughs> for their kids to play at a certain age. What? So it's just like, I'm not doing that oh, to this kid. Crazy.
4: Get the fuck out of here! You're out of your minds. So I think there's also that. Bro, wild thing. I used to play soccer with Pele's kid. Really? Yeah. How sorry was that motherfucker? You playing soccer with you. Yeah.
1: Mark was was nice. Mark was nice. But but in America, if you're Pele's kid and you're playing in America, you're probably not crazy nice. You're probably getting shipped off somewhere mm, to an academy or whatever. He
4: was a nice kid. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, that's a term we use in comedy for yeah. someone who's not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice really, guy, nice guy. He was really nice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. And imagine the <laughs> pressure that he has to be great. Yeah. And he's just fucking trash. Yeah. Now, was he objectively bad, or was he bad for your expectation of Pele's kid?
4: I don't know. I mean, I guess soccer is a little different, but he just like wasn't super athletic. He was like, he also like moved around a lot as a kid, so he didn't get like training. All that how old were you? Like 14, 15. Okay, so they
1: would have seen something in him oh, by 100%, then. 100%. Yeah. You think that's why Pele moved to America? He's like, I can't have people knowing how shit this kid soccer. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to a country where there's no pressure <laughs> on you at all. He was high Be enough. a fucking ballerina. <laughs> Who cares, dog? Nobody yeah. expects anything from you. Here. And he
4: was pretty good. I think there was like some other things going on. I don't know if he was like super athletic and like just like kind of privileged and stuff. I yeah. think that played more of a Privilege role. Privilege is tough track. too
1: because there's no, hung- it's hard to be hungry when you're not ever hungry. Yeah.
4: That's why you got to respect a guy like uh, Steph Curry.
1: Yeah. I'm a fucking want it because he wanted it. Yep. He had
0: every option to do anything else he wanted in life.
1: But I also think there's not as much pressure if your dad is Dell Curry. If your dad is Michael Jordan, it's Without like, what's the fucking point even trying? Without mm. a doubt. But still, like financially speaking, he was fine. Yes, 100%.
0: And he chose to go after that shit and become an elite shooter. And granted, he had the best coaching and he had access to facilities and um, access to his father. Yeah. Right. And elite competition. Like when you're in high school and you get to practice with the fucking Raptors or whatever team he was on at the time, or maybe he wasn't even on a team at that time. But still, like when you're around these guys, you get to shoot around. I mean, of course, maybe that's why he developed that kind of like quick release. He's playing against guys that (laughs) are 6'8", right? Yeah. Yeah. Playing against guys that are 6'8 NBA players. The only way I could get this shit off if I just hoist it That might
1: be the ideal situation because you know who else is a kid of a ball player who wasn't great, but he ended up being fucking great? Kobe. Ah, so maybe the goal is you have a mediocre father, not mediocre, but a mediocre professional father, kind yeah. of like a fringe professional father. Um, a role player, pretty good, whatever. That's what Dell was. I don't know what Jellybean or whatever he was. I don't know how good he was. But yeah. like, because here's the thing. I was just thinking about this. If you're Michael Jordan's kid and yeah. you decide to enter the league, uh huh, Bronny's going to face this too and respect to him if he wants to go. But like, if you're not... Better than your dad, yep. who is the greatest player of all time or second greatest player of all time, you didn't you're a disappointment. Yeah. If you're not even that like if you're Jordan and you're anything less if you're Jordan's kid and you're anything less than the greatest player of all time, you're not Jordan. You're not your dad. Can we can we talk about the Braun comparison?
2: Mm, yeah.
0: Is there a much bigger gap now?
1: I think it's gotten skewed the other way. I think we kind of forgot how great Jordan was, and now we're watching this, and I saw some poll that I got sent where they polled everybody and who's better at like everything you could be better at. Jordan won every single category, including better passer, and that's just absurd. Jordan is not a better passer than LeBron. Mm. Jordan is better than LeBron, and I think we remember, oh, yeah, he's definitively better when we watch this, but now it's getting... LeBron's that skewed, close. Yeah. yeah.
0: It... You... Hmm... I think there's no denying the fact that Jordan is way more competitive Yeah, and that Jordan has far more control of the game. And I think that's the knock on LeBron, at least for me, is that, yeah, he can play all the positions and, yeah, he can do all this stuff and he's amazing, et cetera, amazing passer, facilitator, but he can't control the game the way Jordan can control the game. Yeah. And um, he can control it very well. But he can't do what Jordan does, which is I will just take over in the fourth. Nobody else will touch the ball. Nobody else needs to score. I will make sure that I score. And if I need to get the stops, I'll do that as well.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that B.J. Armstrong quote in the first three P where Jordan just kind of figured out how to win. Yeah. Like, well, he wasn't even playing the game to play anymore. He just was playing to win. Yeah. And he just got it and saw the matrix basically. Yeah. It kind of seemed like that. And LeBron's not quite there. Yeah, I don't know if LeBron has the confidence in his offense that Jordan does.
0: Yeah. I think LeBron has the confidence in his ability to get the best shot in the moment for his team. Yeah. I think he knows how to do that. I don't think he knows how to get the best shot for himself. So I think you see a lot of times he defers. On these last second shots because that is the best shot yeah the best shot is to kick it to whoever the fuck is in the corner right yeah but when you need a bucket sometimes you got to hoist it yeah. you got to be the one that puts it up and of course there's been tons of last second shots that lebron has hit and we can go throughout history and find him and, I'll, and make a point for that absolutely that being said i think he's limited in his ability i know this sounds crazy but the amount of moves that he has that are effective moves, I think he is more limited than Jordan.
1: More limited than Jordan. He is
0: Jordan. Many is more moves than yeah. most people, but Jordan was unlimited, or maybe he had eight go-to moves. They were all unstoppable. Yeah. I I just think the gap is much bigger. And I'm someone who was ready to hand over the keys to LeBron. A year ago, I was probably saying on this very podcast, yo, it's on. LeBron is the guy. Yeah. I don't see it that way anymore. And Granted, maybe I'm skewed by like this bias, you know, a documentary, but I, I just can't, I can't give it to LeBron. Do you remember time?
1: why I said I was taking that conversation off the table? Which Like one? a year ago, LeBron being the GOAT. It yeah, was because LeBron went to LA and I, we essentially knew this year he's mailing it in. And I was thinking Jordan would never do that. In this documentary, I feel so much more confident in that. Mm. Even in his second year when Jordan got injured and they were ready to tank so he could get a lottery player, in his second year, he was like, that's not how you play the fucking game. Mm. We play to win. That's what we do.
0: Yeah. If you're going to play, you play to win.
1: And that's like, that to me, that solidified. And also that quote, as much as it was overblown and that's Jordan's superpower, I think that's the thing that separates Jordan from LeBron a lot also is Jordan has no fear of consequences. And it's easier when there's no social media and all that. But like LeBron seems to get in his head a little bit. He makes the right basketball play, but he's calculating more than Jordan, it seems. Mm. Jordan is, how could I be afraid of a shot I haven't missed yet? How Mm. could I be afraid to miss a shot I haven't taken yet? Mm. That seems crazy to me. Mm. Like he's in the moment. He's just living there. Let's shoot. Whatever happens, happens. I think it'll go in. Let's go. LeBron seems to be thinking things through. You know what it's like with football? Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. Peyton is a definitively better quarterback but Eli, I would trust more on the last drive of a game. Eli did it twice in the Super Bowl because to me, when I was watching Eli, he's not thinking. He's just going out there and playing. Yeah. And that only really benefits you there if you're Eli and Peyton and Peyton is a fucking genius. And see, but Peyton was just always calculating. And that's why I thought Peyton wasn't as clutch as Eli. Mm. And I think it's a similar thing, but the talent gap is obviously much closer with Jordan and LeBron. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: It's funny seeing LeBron's quote um, in his barbershop show. Where he's like, oh yeah, when I beat um when I came back from 3 1, that's when I became the GOAT. Yeah. Greatest of all time. Yeah. Like it's just so funny watching him say that <laughs> while watching these docs. I'm yeah. like, not not close, fuck like, not shut close. the fuck up, son. Yeah. Not close, bro. Yeah, and
2: that's...
0: I understand because LeBron is how old? 30 He's 35. Four, 35, right? yeah. yeah. 34, 35. So he barely got to experience Jordan. Right. LeBron's watching this right now and learning a lot about Jordan not saying he doesn't know who the fuck Jordan is, but I think he's actually learning about the greatness of Jordan like a lot of younger people who are watching it. They're like, oh, wow, I didn't know it was like this. It's hard for LeBron to truly appreciate Jordan because he's not old enough. We are barely old enough. Mm-hmm. We only got to appreciate second Pete. If any of, us want, any of us want to sit in this room right now and be like, no, nah, I knew he was the greatest the
1: first Pete, you You're lying. You don't yeah. remember it. You do not remember I remember thinking he was the greatest after flu game. Because well, Addy's kid, I Which was 3P clue. was that? Second 3P. No, exactly. To, to yeah. your point. Yeah. So I'm it's like, so
0: LeBron younger than us. Yeah. By at least two years, right? Yeah. And these are formative years. Like the difference between like seven and nine is big. Yeah. You know, the difference between 16 18, nothing. Yeah. Like seven and I think nine. You could
3: probably appreciate it because I appreciated it during the last two finals.
0: Yeah. And, and how old were you?
3: I'm younger than LeBron. LeBron how old? LeBron is 35. I, He's about our age. And I'm 33. Okay, so he yeah.
0: experienced that 3 yeah. He
3: understands greatness uh, from that uh, 3 Especially the, spe- the second three-peat. 100%. I mean, not the first one. Yeah. Because there was two years. But I think that
1: one exposes one, a difference in mentality. Mm-hmm. Where LeBron, at that point, is like, oh, I'm the greatest ever. Jordan was never like, oh, I'm the greatest ever. It's good. He was just like, I want to do something they haven't done. And then when he did that, what's the next challenge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't like... I'm sure he thought it, but we haven't heard him openly say that's when I knew I was the greatest player ever.
0: Son, LeBron has openly said I don't need to achieve anything more.
1: I'm good. That's what you say when you say I'm the greatest ever already but, after winning that championship for Cleveland. But here's the thing: Jordan to this day is yeah. like it's maddening to me.
0: We didn't win seven. Yep. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, the yeah, difference. Yeah, there, Jordan. The fact that Jordan will never be satisfied after winning the NBA Finals and hitting the game-winning shot. Yeah. Okay. Of his final Finals. He goes, there's still some daylight out here. We can get some golf swings in.
3: Yeah, yeah that was nuts. Yeah. Oh, I'm to point <laughs> yeah. That's that crazy, out.
0: right? Yeah. Great point. LeBron was- is still in his career, going. I've accomplished everything I need.
3: Yeah. Le-
0: Jordan hits the game winner. He's like, let's go compete at something. I am never satisfied. Bottomless pit. Keep filling. Yeah. Keep filling. Keep filling. And the fact that LeBron is satisfied means he'll live a much better life. He'll probably have a much better relationship
1: with his family and his friends and everything. LeBron and his wife seem happy. LeBron yeah. seems like a great guy. Got the fucking school. The I Promise Academy or whatever I can. It's All like, that. It, this guy's incredible. Jordan is a more incredible basketball player. That and one, there's a cost to being that incredible. There's a cost to winning. Jordan said it himself. There's a cost to winning.
0: It's happiness in a lot of times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jordan don't look happy now. Yeah. It's maddening to me we didn't win seven. That don't seem happy. Yeah. Ugh, it's just great. That shot of him sitting
0: on his, whatever that thing is, bench. Yeah. He's on like some Oh, yeah, bench. that's a dope shot. The Thanos shot. Yeah. Somebody had a meme of Thanos, you know, at the uh, <laughs> end of, what is it, endgame? Yeah. Not the end, but like midway In through the beginning end of, yeah. yeah. Ugh, just great. Yeah. Just fucking great. Anyway, uh, anything else before we get <sighs> out of here? Let see if I had any other, any other shit I yeah, wrote down. Like I saw
3: after the doc was over, like whatever show that comes on after, Um, they had that WNBA player, Diana Taurasi? Taurasi. Uh, mm-hmm. And she also said like, oh, yeah, when you're that competitive, you're sacrificing your life. Like she said outright. Well, I don't know why. she's she the greatest herself, ever? Of- I guess. in I w- think NBA. so. Yeah. She's kind okay. of like a beast. And so she says like, oh, yeah, that's just you sacrifice your life, your life, entire life is sacrificed. And I wonder you have that level of competitiveness.
0: I wonder if it's easier for them to sacrifice their life because they're sad in their life. You know, like their life does not fulfill them in the way that basketball does. So it's not a difficult sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you enjoy life, if you enjoy spending time with your family, if you enjoy the little things in life, it's hard to sacrifice because you're getting so much joy and the hole is being filled by so many other things. Yeah. If there was only one thing that could fill that hole for Jordan, which was competition, of course he's going to compete. And of course he's going to lean into that far deeper than anybody else right because that was the only joy that he got yeah yeah you're sacrificing more but is it a sacrifice if that's the only thing that makes you happy and then you're telling these other guys who get happiness from all these other things the fuck is wrong with you why aren't you sacrificing they're like fam you're miserable out here doing this shit yeah we love that shit yeah you're not sacrificing nothing Matter of fact, it's the least sacrifice for you because you're miserable out there and this is the only thing that makes you happy. We are the ones really sacrificing because we can get happiness out here. We are taking away our happiness for this thing that makes you happy. So maybe Jordan sacrificed the least on his team in terms of happiness. Maybe all those other players sacrifice those years with him so that Jordan could be happy. He should be grateful for them. They gave away happiness, man. In a short life, they gave that shit away so that Jordan could have his. And was it worth it in the long run? Absolutely, cuz you win rings. But if you really want to talk about sacrifice, I don't know if he sacrificed more.
1: And I don't know how worth it it was in the long run. If you could rather if you could be LeBron or be Jordan, we would all want to be LeBron in terms of like that guy seems happy. Yeah. Jordan, greatest of all time, seems miserable. I think I'd rather be the second greatest of all time and live a great life yeah. cuz the time you're not playing is way longer than the time you're playing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jordan was pro mm-hmm. from 20 to 40 with two retirements in between mm-hmm. so what's that 15 years Yeah. he's gonna live to be 70 80 that's 55 years you're just mm-hmm. sitting there miserable for 15 years the greatest. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'll make that sacrifice if I could be LeBron three chips did one for Cleveland did everything he needed to do bucket, bucket list second greatest ever and the guy is I was trying fulfilled. to
3: think of I was trying to think of other players who also have like that competitive or championship <laughs> about them and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo he missed the birth of his twins because he was playing soccer. I love it. I love, love it. Love it. Was it just great. a we regular game too? Was it a league game? Nah, I think it, it wasn't like a big championship, but <laughs> it was like it's just because nah the game is this it's is where I, I need poor. to be. Yeah. He missed the birth God, of man. his twins.
0: Why you gotta be there? It's like you're not really doing anything. You're like Come holding her hand. I kind of push back on guys <laughs> being on, there for the birth.
3: I do. Because you're like you're a dick. I'm not a dick. You what are do, a what dick. is what do, what is gonna happen? You don't want to be there to see what's gonna the happen. Is your you son created? is gonna be
1: born? That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, okay. like your son will be born. Okay, and then what? You want to be there for that? Okay,
0: I so, I don't look. You got a problem? So. No, it's not a problem. <laughs> a it's problem, not a problem. Man. It's like look. It would be dope. It would be dope. You know who's not gonna remember it? The son. My son, yeah. right? So why be there the first year? Say again? Why be there at there, all the You know my year. feeling on parenting. <laughs> you don't got to be there until like three? Thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. So you
3: remember before thirteen, so. Say again? You remember your life
0: before No, no, 13. you remember it, but like it's not really anything important or valuable. Like it's so. not real parenting for a man until like twelve or thirteen. You know I believe that. hundred <laughs> percent. I truly, 100% believe that. (laughs) You're just there being a good example as a man, but disciplining and that shit, that's all mom until about
1: 13 or 14, maybe even 15.
3: I hope your shorty's listening right now.
1: 100%. (laughs) I believe that 100%. 100%. I'm not disciplining my kids. I I admire you because I think you might got the Jordan mentality. I also worry about you because I think you might got the Jordan mentality. (laughs) (laughs) So why would I discipline my kids? To, we, well, why my would you wife be, could discipline a kid? We're not talking about discipline. We're talking about being there.
0: No, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be a dope dad. We're gonna go play catch whenever we want to play catch. But if you do something wrong, your wife is gonna. Okay, not, my wife is gonna handle need, that. I don't need to be there.
3: Yeah, you said you I didn't need, need to discipline. be there for their discipline birth. Discipline
0: my kid. Okay, that's
1: fair. That's a different conversation. Why would I sacrifice my kid loving me? <laughs> but you said you didn't even be there <laughs> for their birth. <laughs> 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 my, no. Why would I sacrifice my kid loving me?
0: Is so funny. Oh Listen, you're You'll be like, "Mom's a fucking bitch." I'm like,
3: "That's all I'm
2: saying."
0: So saying. you know what I mean? That's all. That's
4: all. It is. So then we, we can are telling. B- right? <laughs> right though. Right. Thank. thank you. Now, uh, what if your kid does some annoying shit to you? Like he smacks you in the face. He's nah, like eight nah, years nah. Old. I look
0: at. I look at my wife. Like, come on, you do to let me. You <laughs> that? <me laughs> just slide him on, yo. You're what kind really of kid be you be like, raising
4: like, out here? What man? kind of kid? You're really gonna be like, hey, hold on, let me go get mom. Yo,
0: go talk to your mom about what you did. Why would my kid slap me in my face? Because you you're
3: never the, there. You no, I'm there all the time. <laughs> I mean, yo, you,
2: right? you got a little personal. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Sometimes really you need a father. Right He's right there. projected on his life
0: right there. Saying, wow, dog. We need to make a phone call, bro. <laughs> 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 call, call Mr. Media real quick.
2: <laughs> 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 Jesus. I'm
0: going to be there. I'm going to be around all that. Right? That being said, it's more responsibility on wifey for the beginning. For the beginning. what? Your dad really disciplined y'all yeah. at a young age?
4: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Stop it. That was the only one who disciplined <laughs> <me>. Yep. Stop <laughs> it. Bro, you never yep. got spanked? Say what? You never got spanked? No. Clearly oh, not. That's Clearly nice. not. Do you see this okay. guy? <laughs> <laughs> who gonna spank me, bro?
0: Who gonna spank me? Who gonna... Why? For What? For what? Think about it. Like your dad's really came down on you at a young age.
4: Yeah. Yep. You think your kids gonna respect you when he, when he does some fuck shit to you, and then you go, "Let me go get mom," and then <laughs> and then your kids gonna be like, "Wait, I can just do anything to dad, and he just doesn't care." Son, son, this is what you What you're doing Dude, is crazy. That's how you gonna teach
1: your kid to be a man. Is he disrespects you, <laughs> and you say, "Honey, this is why yeah, this is why y'all crazy right <laughs> now." You're gonna let him talk to me. This is why y'all, <laughs> y'all crazy right now. You <laughs>
0: think that a kid is gonna do something disrespectful to me?
4: Yeah.
0: Nah. How would he know not to? Because I'm the dad. He doesn't even know what that is. Son, yes, he does. He's never existed before. 100%. I come around and you fucking know. Silverback Gorilla. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying wow. he can smell it when wow. dad walks into the fucking house smell you know it.
4: what time it is right when dad walks to your room it's different than when mom little pitter patter yeah. and do you know why I'm afraid of my dad walking in my room why because he beat when the he shit did, out of me exactly
0: <laughs> my dad never needed to do that shit to me my dad it was easy light work <laughs> just walk to the room but why were you afraid of him because <laughs> because, <laughs> because, you weren't afraid bro. of your dad, yo. Say what?
1: You had afraid. No, nah, no, nah, I was afraid
0: of my dad, bro. Yeah. I was afraid. Yo. I was fearful. Yeah, he struck fear in my heart. <laughs> heart. He struck fear in my heart. never did anything, <laughs> But you. I never disrespect. And yo, you know what? Some real shit? Not only did I never disrespect my dad ever, not even a single time, not once in my whole life. Anytime my mom and my dad would fight about some shit. I bet, yo, Ma, you
1: need to chill the fuck out, (laughs) yo. Like real talk. I don't care what it was, I would take my dad's side of fucking hard. Yeah, but you're not as easygoing as your dad either. Say what? You're not as easy going as Can I be honest? I think I like my dad more than y'all like your dads. (laughs) Let's be honest about
0: it. None of y'all pushing back. None of y'all pushing back though. That's (laughs)
1: That's <laughs> what I'm saying! Let me tell you, y'all, y'all don't know about daddy strategy you Can't have this conversation outside yeah, of Patreon. I yo. know, right? chat, like, I'm, I'm right? just saying,
3: my dad, whatever the fuck <laughs> he did. Too many years on this
1: one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: whatever the fuck
0: y'all dad's dads did and my dad's dad, my dad did in a way where my loyalty is to my dad till, the,
1: till we die, bro. Nah, y'all think, be questioning your dads. No, nah, I think you and Mark probably could tie. Why fathers, it's why fathers. Nah, up. nah, yeah, nah. Talk, I like my dad more up. than Mark I like my dad, dad
4: way more, bro. Nah, not even close. I like but. my dad more than I like your dad.
1: My dad, <laughs> that's
0: true. That's true. That's true. My dad barely remembers me. I still like him more. <laughs>
1: Real talk. <laughs> Whenever he remembers me, I'm like, Yo, this is lit, bro. Today you remember? he remembers. He's defying science. Let's talk about some shit. Say what? Because he's defying science. That's
0: the type of love he got from me. Talk <laughs> Hey, bro, it's a different strategy. <laughs> it's a different daddy strategy. I'm telling you, y'all dads were busy disciplining you, and then y'all resented them. You're like, Ah, oh, fuck this motherfucker. My dad was like, Yo, mom I'm gonna handle that. Y'all want to play? I don't you? mind the discipline. Ping pong. I don't, son, I don't son, mind the discipline. Son, ping pong. Played me left handed so I could win.
4: you know what I mean like it's you can't that's how you dead but if your dad never did anything to make you fear him why'd you fear him it's in here it's not about fear I don't want to let him down that's the thing
0: you don't have to lead by fear my dad didn't lead by fear I didn't want to let him down bro that guy the fucking goat that guy always there no matter what when I need it man alright I can't let that guy down bro so
3: he was your Steve Kerr and our dads were Michael Jordan.
0: Oh. You mean they weren't there for their kids? Yeah, I hear
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Jordan's hey. Chuck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Real talk. I'm saying, man,
4: don't discipline your kids, bro. <laughs> don't discipline your kids bro know, What happens at 13 when you're like all right, uh, Charlie whatever your kid's dumbass name is <laughs>
0: nah, I, I, Every once in a while You need to fuck
4: some shit up yo But it's my a, dad could do it
0: without being like brutal Like this is the thing And I realized his strategy My dad anything that we wanted He would always just go do Anything we needed go do Doesn't matter whatever it was And then when you did something that he did not approve of that's where he closed off and he just had to shake his head shaking his head that's way i'd rather you punch me in my face because i can heal from you punching me in my face i can't heal from me disappointing you Mm. the idea of like i remember once we were in barcelona my parents came to visit right my mom never visited me once in college the second i go to fucking europe she's like we should take a trip (laughs) (laughs) enjoy europe a little bit right and uh i remember he was watching me play basketball and um the idea of losing in basketball in front of my dad was like, I couldn't I couldn't imagine it. And I lost. Guy flew all the way out to Barcelona. It was a pickup basketball game, but we lost. To Spanish kids? To Spanish kids. I was so fucking, fucking embarrassed, bummed. dude. I was so... And my dad didn't care. He was like, oh, it's just great to watch you play. I could not believe the fucking levels of embarrassment. He put that in me somehow. I don't know how. But I feel like that's the greatest... That's the greatest motivational technique, if you can do it, is... Making someone not want to disappoint you.
1: So, yo, you buying into the Steve Kerr coaching model. Mm Mm-hmm. What? You're buying into the the Steve Kerr coaching model. It's positivity. It's positivity. Be there. Do what they want. Have a good relationship with them, and then they won't want to disappoint you. I Don't don't ever compare my father to Steve (laughs) (laughs) Kerr. Don't you ever do that. That's the most disrespectful thing you've ever said to me. I'm I'm not comparing you to Steve Kerr's father. Son. (laughs) Okay.
3: All Right, let's table this for a flagrant like this until tomorrow.
0: My dad remembered Jamil. Yeah, we got a cut. My dad remembered Jamil yesterday. Like I went to hang out with him. So my dad losing his memory. If anybody listening, right? And uh, losing it, and he's just having the most fun. He just he's a perfect example of like just acceptance of life. Yeah, like he accepts that this is what it is, and this is part of it, and that's why he doesn't. He's not like frustrated and resentful. He's like, yeah, it's part of life. And we're just hanging out. And my dad remembered Jameel as my best friend. And uh, he goes, oh, shit, how is Jameel, man? We got to have him come over. And it was the coolest thing because to, like, forget so many things but remember somebody... Yeah, that was like had a profound effect on like my life, but also just like some of that he really cared about and yeah. like knew about. Like, what a compliment! I got to text Jamil about that, but like, what a cool thing! Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. your your brain is only locking into these deep rooted memories at this point. There's no short term memory, no new memories. Yeah, it's just the deep rooted shit that's always been there. Yeah, it's like fuck. What a, what you did something, man, Jamil. You fucking you did something. You affected that guy's you know life in a way where like he's just not going to forget about you until there's nothing left. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Very
2: cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my uh. God. Uh. Uh. All right guys. That's another episode. Uh, that is the last dance. Uh, thank you for being on this journey with us, man. That was so much fun and what a great series. And we'll think about, you know, maybe doing more of these. It's, it's uh Maybe doing more episodes. It's, it's you know it's obviously a very busy week for us, and then once things start opening back up, we're going to be back out on the road. But I like doing this more. I think our chemistry has just improved, and you know the more you do anything, the better you get at it. So so let's keep that as an open discussion. Maybe we'll look at another documentary. Maybe we'll look at another movie. Maybe we'll just have another episode every once in a while. You guys can. Uh, be part of this decision as we always include you in our decision. But uh, we really appreciate you paying attention to this and, you know, spreading the word, et cetera. It's been great. Thank you guys so much. All right. Peace.